plugged in, Chris? I am plugged in. Welcome to the Plugged In Podcast. This is Chris from Twitter. And I'm Joe Hawks, people. How you doing? The people are doing good. Before we start, go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at Plugged In PCast. You can give me a follow at Chris C underscore Hustle. That's Hustle spelled H-U-S-S-L-E. And you can also give me a follow at JLHB510 at JLHB510. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. And that- Joe, that is uh, that is my absolute favorite soundbite when it comes to this time of the year, um, which is, well, we're not actually in the playoffs yet, but we're in week 17. It's playoff season. It's playoff season, yeah. All these, a lot of these games have playoff implications. You'll get a couple of games with um, teams who have nothing to play for knocking guys out of the playoffs, so so it would be for sure. spoiler. Yeah, it'll be, they'll be the buzz killers, the party poopers, um, the folks that are just looking to, to um, you know, misery loves company. They're, they're, they're looking to have teams that have, playoff hopes spend their you know off season on the couch with them so um there's quite an interesting schedule we're going to go ahead and get into it um starting with the first matchup of uh of the week that we have slated we have a uh, dallas at um the new york giants um at 10 a.m dude i mean first i mean it's look it's it's dallas and new york I mean, what can you ask for? I mean, you got two teams that are still in a playoff hunt. I mean, really, it's more so whoever wins this game will keep themselves alive to win the to to win an NFC East that you know more likely the winner is going to be six and ten, which is uh, just unheard of. But Dallas has played so well the last few weeks. I mean, they have they have really just been surprising to me because I mean, everyone thought that they were pretty much left for dead. When Dak Prescott broke his ankle, and you know Andy Dalton was, uh, they, they 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 started what three different, four different quarterbacks this year. Yeah. I mean, they have they have really weathered the storm, and has played just great the last few weeks. I mean, they went ahead and they took out Philadelphia last week, uh, which was key. Uh, they, I mean, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts looked good, but the Cowboys found a way just to to to, to make him, you know turn over the ball and pressure them and, and they torched and the defense torched the philly secondary yeah i mean really amari cooper and michael gallup really just and, and cd lamb the whole you know cowboys re- uh receiving uh trio just just took it to the to the eagles so i really like the da- i really like dallas to go in the, into uh into met life and uh beating the giants I, I just i mean the giants are, are are treading you know are treading water right now and daniel jones has been you know gimpy and and and, and and so, so I like, I really do like Dallas going in and beating the Giants uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I think the key to the game would be Zeke Elliott. Um, he came in and played, he played well against um, the Philadelphia Eagles. He had the uh, the game that he didn't play where Tony Pollard came in and had a, um, he averaged like, what, less than three yards of carry against sure. the Niners and then had that one big run. Um, but I, I definitely think the key to their game will be running the ball. Um Andy Dalton, I think he's the, – the, the interesting thing about this year is it, I find it weird for anyone to come hard, come down hard on Andy Dalton given that they didn't have any, didn't have any preseason. He's, he's new to the Dallas offense. Um, everybody's new to the Dallas offense because it's Mike McCarthy. Um, but he hadn't had any real experience or reps playing with, you know, the Michael Gallup um, Mari Cooper and CD lamb. And so I think what we're seeing is that he's 
had a couple of games underneath his belt and looks comfortable in the offense. And and on top of that, like their, um, I believe some of their their offensive line has has been getting they've been playing better as of late um, compared to the beginning of the year because um, they had a stretch where they just didn't have anybody on their offensive line available. Um, and so they're, they're playing right at the right time. I like New York. Um, I don't know if I like them to win this game, but I do like their team. As of late, they, they were playing. There was a steady progression for their team as the season went along, and then I think it all kind of just went away when Daniel Jones hurt his hamstring um, a few weeks back. Um, the defense they started is, quote McCoy in his place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, the Giants, their defense has pretty much been the reason that they've been competitive this year. Um, we talked about it, but they're, you know, they're, they're pretty good on all levels, but their secondary in particular, um, has been really good against the pass. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, um, Andy Dalton going against that New York Giants secondary. Um, it's funny. Just, just, just really just back up about Andy Dalton. I mean, you, you mentioned that he has, you know, he, he basically didn't have a tra- uh, an offseason training camp with the Cowboys, but he stepped in. He's, he's actually stepped in pretty well. I mean, he's thrown 14 touchdowns, seven interceptions. But the last week he threw three touchdowns uh, just, just, just all over the field against the Eagles. And I think really, to me, he's the best backup quarterback in the league. But he's he's right now, he's going – like, I, I see him – like in control of this offense he's comfortable now it seems like he knows what he wants to do with the football and I, I just really believe that the Cowboys have had a steady hand once he's been healthy he's been the steady hand on their offense and and really Mike and Mike McCarthy has really his offense has really just taken shape the last few weeks I mean they 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 beat what the Eagles what 37 17 last week yeah and, I mean, and and to keep keep in mind the Eagles didn't score any points in the second half of the game last week they came sure. out um scored 17 points in the first half so the the Cowboys defense has been playing exponentially better compared to um the games that they were putting together at the beginning of the year where they were they were down you know two three possessions um in each game and Dak Prescott would just go on these wild comebacks um, and so I think as of late, they've, they've definitely been playing better. Um, and they're not playing a team that has, you know, by any means, any type of high powered offense. And so I think that, um, you, know, you know, I think I'm with you on this one. I will pick Dallas to beat New York, um, probably like 17 to, to 10. Um, I, I don't see New York putting up much points. Um, and it's 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 January. What's the what's what's the weather going to be like in New York? It's man. I mean, it's supposed to like from what I understand, it's supposed to be kind of it's supposed to be cold. It's January in that in uh, New yeah, York. It's winter so football. It's going to be winter football. I mean, I believe it's supposed to be in the man, the forties tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So seventeen ten is it kind of sounds like a winter football score to me, man. But I, I I'm with you. I think um, I think Dallas will have um, a solid game against a really good defense. I think Zeke will um, will produce. Give them somewhere between 75 100 yards on the ground um and then i'll really look for andy dalton to to make some pretty big plays to to dalton schultz and probably cd lamb in the slot um to to take this game and and win the maybe win the nfc east i mean you gotta look at it the the, the cowboys are looking to sweep the giants uh this year um you gotta remember that, that that's when you know we were just talking about uh Dak Prescott 
you know, being lost for the year, he actually got hurt in that first matchup against the Giants. Um, Andy Dalton had to come in and 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 weather the storm. They went they went ahead and found uh, they were able to come back and win that game, won it on a late seat, on a late uh, field goal at the gun, uh, 37-34. So I mean, the the Cowboys know that they can go into into MetLife and get this win, and if and if so. All they have to do is just wait until wait until the winner of the Sunday night game between Washington and Philadelphia. More so, if they, they're going to be rooting for the Eagles to to beat uh, Washington, to, so they can get the, so they can actually stamp their ticket to get in the playoffs. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the Washington Philly matchup since sure. that has direct implication on this um, Cowboys and Giants game. Um, so we have the Washington Football Team going into Philadelphia. Um, Philly doesn't have anything to play for. They were eliminated at the hands of the Cowboys last week. Right. Um, and so, you know, Miles Sanders isn't playing. He's out. Um, you know, I think they threw him on the injury report just so they can, you know, justify not playing him week 17. <laughs> uh, I didn't see anything, you know, in their in their game versus the Cowboys that would lead me to suspect that he's hurt. Um, sure. But it, it'll be an interesting game. Um, I think the the Washington football team has a really good defense a really stout defense really um, yeah. I, I I think what's what's kind of held the team back is their offensive production just the instability at quarterback they've played was it four guys this year they they started off with Dwayne Haskins at the beginning of the year went to Kyle Allen Alex Smith and now they're uh, what's his name uh, Trevor Heineke yeah but uh they were just uh just read that uh I just read that Alex the, Smith is good to go. The Alex Smith is expected to, yeah, expected to start. That's good. Tomorrow. That's good. I, I would expect that too. He's been dealing with the uh, calf strain for about, I think, three weeks now, mm-hmm. um, and this is the biggest game of the year. Um, I would. It's what I would expect from Alex Smith. He's a gamer. Um, they're, you know, it's this is for all the marbles here. They they win and they're in, um, and I do think, I do think they have. You know, especially with the drubbing that the, the the Eagles took against the Cowboys last week, they couldn't stop. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. I mean, I mean, you got to remember the. Um, I mean, Fletcher Cox, um, one of their be- their best, one of their best defensive players, was lost in the first half of that game. So the pass rush was a little limited there, especially against a guy like Andy Dalton. They didn't have just, no pass rush at all. And, and the thing is, too, I, I mean, you, you're you're right. I mean, well. I'll say this. Early in the season, they were they have regarded probably the best defensive uh their front the front uh eight, the front seven actually was was one of the best in the league. And then all of a sudden injuries started occurring and you know they, they found themselves on the field long because the offense kept you know kept uh sputtering. So the the I mean the giant the the uh, Cowboys took full advantage of that. And so Washington, I think to uh, to be quite honest with you, I think Washington um, it, with uh, with Alex Smith coming back, it's a huge shot in their arm because I mean, as you saw that they, they last week against Carolina, they could not, I mean, they couldn't score at all. They had so much trouble scoring, and Alex Smith has just been that steady veteran presence. I mean, you can say he's a game manager. I don't think it's a, uh, I don't think it's a, it's a negative condescension on him, but he's what he is the he is the right quarterback for that team that. If they, you know, if they play well on Sunday, they they will they will get in the playoffs. But yeah. it's more so that defense has been so locked yeah. in. I think he's the perfect quarterback for Washington. Um, you know, defense wins games. 
Alex Smith isn't going to win a game, but what he's not going to do is lose you a game. He's going to take that care that of the football. You. He's going to make the right plays. He's going to, um, you know, he's going to take calculated risk at the right time. Um, and and I, I definitely think that this is a game that Washington should win pretty easily. The thing that interests me about this game is that they have not played each other since week one, and they're completely different teams um, than they were in that first That's matchup. Right, yeah. You know, the, the Eagles had Carson Wentz. Um, they had a, a full, fully healthy defense. Um, Washington again. They had Haskins. They, you know, do we have any word on uh, if Antonio Gibson's playing tomorrow? I heard he's still questionable. Um, but if he toe, does, that, that that'll help. I mean, the, I mean, he. You would think he want to play, especially with the with everything on the line. I mean, yeah. he he'll give you whatever he has got. Uh, with that toe, with that playing on that turf toe, it's going to be really tough. Um, yeah for him so i think really right now i mean really last week um antonio antonio gibson actually ran for uh 75 yards and he had a touchdown and and can and like i said i can't i can't stress enough how how good their defense is because chase young um to me is going to be the rookie of the defensive rookie of the year he had he had two sacks last uh, last week which gives him like eight and a half oh excuse me gives him 10 i believe and so so Washington, if they can keep this, I can see this this game being a, you know, in a range of, you know, twenty one seventeen, uh, you know, twenty twenty fourteen, something like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be fairly low scoring. Um, I could see, like I said, I could see the first team to score twenty would win, but I, I would like to see, I would like to see Washington make the playoffs since Philadelphia couldn't get in it would have been great tv to see jalen hurts in the playoffs uh with the eagles after everything they've gone through but i really believe that washington will make the playoffs especially with alex smith starting i'm gonna go with a score of 21 17 washington over the eagles on sunday night i agree with that i think um i think i think it's gonna be similar to the dallas and giants game i don't give the eagles i'm not giving them 17 points i think they're gonna score maybe like 12 points kick four field goals without you did mention well you know you know I, I take that i take that back they'll they'll score a touchdown just because they might not even kick field goals doug peterson goes for it on fourth down all the time so it's um you know i can see this being like 21 to to 10 maybe um but okay. i don't i don't think they're gonna score more than a touchdown um i think i think this is the best defense that jalen hurts will have faced I mean, he he played the New Orleans Saints, um, but I think there's a little bit more out there for the Washington football team to study as far as film, um, and so they'll be able to to prepare a little bit more than than the Saints were able to. Um, but I do agree with you. I think Washington wins, takes the division, um, and I, I I do think they're the class of the division. Um, Washington, Washington, how so? They have the best defense, and they have with Alex Smith the um, the best offense paired with that defense. I don't, I wouldn't say they have the best offense in that division. I think that, I think um, the way that the Cowboys have been playing, I would I would give a slight edge to that offense. But I think in terms of a balanced attack, I think their their defense and offense sets them up best for playoff success. Yes, yes. You know what? That's 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 a very good ar- uh, argument. I, I don't have any. Uh qualms about that i think yeah uh when you look at all the teams in the nfc east i mean since pretty much the the division has been upside down 
you could say the Cowboys could have the best offense, but not the best defense. You could say Washington has the best defense, but not the best offense. But if you put them together, they work. It, for some reason, it, it works out well. I, it, it's strange. To, I, I hear what you're saying. It's strange to, uh, to explain that. But, I mean, the Giants overall, they have a, a decent – they have a good defense, but their offense could be, you know, could be better. But – you said, yeah, I could see that. Like collectively, the, the Washington football team with Alex Smith as his quarterback and just the house playing with house money defense, they work well together. All right, so that's the NFC East. Let's take it to the AFC East, um, sure. where it's pretty much just one matchup. It's the Miami Dolphins um, heading to Buffalo to to play Chili Buffalo. It's supposed to, to play the Buffalo really Bills, cool. man. It, you know how much does it suck to be a Buffalo Bills fan because they have one of the best fan bases in the NFL. Um, their first division title in how many years? First division title since 1995. 1995, and and to to win a division title, you're probably gonna get you're gonna get home field in that first game, mm-hmm. and, and you know it's not like it's not you're not gonna be able to fill that that stadium the way that you would like. Um, but that's another conversation. Um, this is gonna be an interesting matchup. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick is out with COVID. He he you know he led the the spectacular comeback win against the Raiders who, who just, you know, crapped their pants that game. Um, and then the Buffalo bills who we went back and forth about this, um, during the week, I, I thought they didn't have anything to play for, but it, it turns out that actually the, the way that they would drop to the three seed is if they lost to the dolphins and the, the Steelers, um, um, beat the Browns, um, while sitting Ben Roethlisberger, but but it's going to be an intriguing matchup. Um, Miami, they have um, one of the better defenses in the NFL. They've played lights out. Xavier um, Howard has been, um, you know, arguably the best cornerback in football this year. Um, and Brian Jones from the Cowboys, which helps them on the what helps uh, Howard on the other side locking down receivers as well. Yeah, yeah, and so they they've been a very opportunistic defense. They've they've they're pretty much. Um, their defense is the strength of that team, I'd argue, um, and and what they need this week is just going to be for um, they're going to need Tua to make some plays. Um, you know, hopefully you get some some yards in that run game. Buffalo shown to be very susceptible to the run game um, in previous matchups, um, but the the thing that Buffalo has um, going for them is that not many teams can commit to the run when they're playing behind um, because Josh Allen has just been on a tear this season. It's funny, you and um, you and I were going back and forth about, you know, not Tua didn't need to do a lot because their defense. You might be, you could be, you could be on to something there because Miami leads the NFL in scoring defense at 18.8 points per game. You know, that's basically, that ranks first after, after uh, ranking dead last in 2019, giving up almost 31 points a game. Yeah. And and so they're they're going. It's going to be tough for uh, for for Miami to go up into uh, going to Orchard. Uh, look at me, I'm so old. Orchard Park. Um, they 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 they're going to have a tough. It's going to be a tough matchup. That's why I believe Tua has to do has to do a lot more because there won't be uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick to come in and be the closer for them like he did against the Raiders la- uh, last week. This is this is why you know even though Tua is you know a rookie. I mean, they have a golden opportunity to make the playoffs for the first time in, in what, five? Ooh, it's 2007 or 2009 is the last time the Dolphins made the playoffs. So, uh, or no, I'm sorry, a couple of years ago because they were 10 and 6. Um, so the Dolphins, the Dolphins have to go into Buffalo and win that game because I believe, you know, 
my above Buffalo is going to play all their starters. Josh Allen is going to play. I mean, like I said, they have the two seed to still play for. I mean, and, and plus it's a little bit for me. It's it has more incentive to beat your division opponent and, and find a way to kind of try to kick keep them out of, out of the playoffs, or it pretty much sets up if you know you beat them. If you're the Bills, you beat them, but they somehow still make the playoffs. You mess around and play them. It's three, it's a third it's a third matchup. You guys are just you guys are familiar with each other, so you won't know you you know you you won't be caught off guard. But personally, I think that I think the Bills are going to just. It's going to be tough, but I think the Bills are going to find are going to pretty much be able to just walk away with this game. I, do. I think they're going to, I think they're going to score, even though they even though Miami's only giving up 18 points a game uh, this year. I can see Buffalo dropping 30 on them. I really do. I think I'm going to go with Miami in this game. I think that um, I've been fairly impressed with the way that Miles Gaskin um, played against the Raiders, and then Salvin Ahmed. He he's He's been pretty good the last couple of weeks. He didn't have that great of a game against the Raiders, um, but I think they do combine to give them a pretty decent rushing attack. And so I think the key for them this week is going to be to um, utilize that running game, pick up chunk yards um, against that um, Buffalo Bills rushing defense, um, keep Josh Allen off the field. It's going to be typical cold-weather football type of game. Um, Limit the amount of success that you need Tua to make make turn him into a guy that's just handing the ball off um get him in some rollouts some play action make the game fairly simple for him um, because it's not like they have many guys on that receiving core is Devontae Parker healthy for tomorrow he's um he's questionable from what I understand still. okay I mean he's but to be to be honest with you the Bills like Tredavious White is going to you know take away whoever that, 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 take that, away whoever whoever Tua wants to throw the that's, ball that's to. the only reason that I asked if Devontae Parker is healthy because he Tredavis White's going to shut down on one side of the field and um th- that's exactly why I think that Miami's going to need to lean on that run game um because of that but you know on the flip side the the, the intriguing matchup is going to be Xavier Howard versus Stefan Diggs man you read my mind because that's because to me that is like great against great like you have you know one of the top top five corners against one of the top five wide receivers and this year he and and, and stefan diggs has just been absolutely on a tear yeah like seriously he has been just a he's been a a blessing for uh for josh allen's development yeah and i'd I'd argue that so stefan diggs right now is a top five receiver in the nfl this season he's had a top three season among receivers he, oh, he, yeah, oh, no question about like it. Like it's not even close. He he's he's been fantastic, and he's he's been a huge reason um, that Josh Allen has been able to make that that leap um, from his second to his third year in terms of the accuracy. Um, you know, and you mentioned before that he worked on his mechanics, but but it's going to be interesting to see how Xavier um, Howard um, you know comes into this game looking to neutralize um, that weapon that they have in. in and Stefan Diggs, um, and just overall how, how they're able to attack that Miami defense. Um, I do think it's going to be a surprisingly low-scoring game. Um, mm. I think that the, um, the the Bills, they were able to, to, to take advantage of a New England defense who, who, who fared pretty well in their first matchup. Um, but didn't have uh, they didn't have Stefan Gilmore last week, and so I think that um, 
and, and we noticed that because we saw Stefan uh, we saw Stefan Diggs just absolutely just torch the torch uh, torch yeah. them. And so I think it starts with Buffalo. They're not going to run the ball. They're not a running football team. They don't even try to run the football. And so I they think don't even hide the fact they don't even run the football. And so it it, it it'll be interesting because they're they play in a cold weather environment. And, and this so, is the time of year where the running game is so huge for uh, for uh, for the playoffs against a team like Miami, who's had a really good defense. They they've been opportunistic. They've been able to get to the quarterback. Um, you you at this time of the year, you need to be able to keep teams off balance. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be a game that that plays into um, the hands of the Miami Dolphins. I see them winning this game. 17 14 around that type Ooh. of score so that's um, why you say that low scoring game. Okay. yeah I, I think it's going to be a low scoring game and i think it's going to be i would love to see them play a third time i didn't even think about that possibility before you mentioned it a, but lot, I, of the, a lot of these matchups we're going over there's a there's a few opportunities for for rematches and and possibly th- uh three th- uh a third matchup there's 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 quite a few of those you are right man um so but just just real quick yeah stefan diggs how big he's been 120 catches for 1,459 yards. He leads the NFL in both of those numbers. I mean, you could you you, you just talked about how my how Buffalo doesn't run the ball. Josh Allen can run the ball. I mean, yeah. you know if and that's the thing they love getting him to, to roll out and still and be able to still look downfield. And that's why a guy like Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley, another guy that that, that to me is a, is a very underrated slot receiver, and he's been you know he's been big. He's, so he's I, got a thousand yards on the season, right? Yeah, career yeah. high, and and that's why I think and I'm and I like I like Buffalo to win this thing. I'm gonna say twenty seven. I'm gonna say twenty seven nineteen Buffalo. You know, if they if they win that game, I can see Cole Beasley Cole Beasley winning a couple of uh, hair product endorsements. Um, so so we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that matchup. I think that's yeah. gonna be that's probably gonna be the game of the day, given that um, the given the playoff implications and the fact that they're playing all of their all of their starters. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would give, um, you know, if, if Miami wins, that would allow them to enter the playoffs as a wild card team. Another team um, that's going to be playing for a wild card spot is um, the Cleveland Browns. They're going to be um, hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers tomorrow. Um, a Pittsburgh Steelers team that's going to be giving Big Ben some rest. Um, I think Mike Tomlin has pretty much conceded the second seed to the Buffalo Bills. Um, but you never know. We've seen crazier things happen. This is part two of the uh, Miles Garrett, uh, <laughs> Mason, Mason Rudolph, Rudolph saga. Fiasco. Yeah, saga. yeah. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> that that seems like it was such a long time ago, um, given everything that's happened in 2020. But, um, I mean, I don't, do you see any other outcome for this game aside from Cleveland winning? Uh if Cleveland can't find a way to get to win this game with uh, with Pittsburgh pretty much, uh, you know, they don't as deserve, you said, they pretty don't much refined to, to, to three seed, Cle- it'll be a colossal failure. I really believe this. Like they they lost last week to the to the Jets, where Baker Mayfield fumbled the ball on fourth and one. That he, I mean, it was recovered by the by the by the Browns, but he had to recover it since it fell forward, which is to me still one of the stupidest uh, rules in NFL, but. I really, I really believe that this is this should be the Browns' game to win. Doesn't that this, doesn't I mean, that rule stem from the Holy Roller? 
man, great knowledge there. Yes. So I really would like for me, I think that I think Cleveland is going to win this game. I mean, they have everything right in for them. Uh, last week, they didn't have any wide receivers really to throw to, but everybody is should be help, back and healthy. Um, Nick Chubb and and uh, and um, why is I mistaken? Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt. There you go. Kareem Hunt. Both these guys are just absolute monsters running the ball. So I mean, Baker Mayfield doesn't necessarily need to try to uh, win the game himself. I mean, rely on the running game. Rely on that good. Rely on the defense has actually gotten better over the uh, over the season. And her, and and Miles Garrett, you mentioned last year wasn't a good look for him after that what happened with uh, against Pittsburgh and Mason Rudolph, where he pretty much <laughs> took his helmet and and, and tried to knock him up beside the head. The man's a, a finalist for the uh, for the uh, NFL's Walter Payton uh, Man of the Year award. So yeah. it's become a full like basically almost a redemption season for him. And I really believe that the Cleveland Browns are going to win this game. Uh, and and I think the Steelers, the Steelers are just going to, are going to, you know, try not to get guys, uh, guys hurt. But I see Cleveland uh, winning this one. It's going to be close. I'm going to say eh, 27, no, 2420. I'm going to say 24-20 Cleveland. I don't think it's going to be close. I think Cleveland's going to kill them. They're going to smash them. But, <laughs> um, Pittsburgh had no business being in that game against Indianapolis last week. Indy crapped their pants. We talked about it on the last show where mm. um, Frank Wright called a bunch of plays for Jonathan Taylor and Philip Old Man Rivers just decided to audible out of those plays. Um, but, but the Steelers, they've in the last couple of weeks been very susceptible to um to rushing attacks um they lost a game to the washington football team where um antonio gibson was having a fairly decent game until he went out with a turf toe injury um, it's about 14 to 3 in that game yeah yeah and um that was their first first loss of the season um they ended up losing three games in a row who were the other teams that they lost to they end up losing to Cincinnati was one of Cincinnati them. Cincinnati. Geo, Ber- Geo Bernard ran all over all over the Steelers. Yeah, and then they could have. And let's see, they they lost they they lost the to Washington. They lost to Cincinnati. Did they lose to Baltimore? I don't think Baltimore? they lost to Baltimore. It, it, no. Well, whatever the case, um, I think that I, I think the what the what the Browns have that's going to be that's going to win them this game is is that two-headed monster at running back. I think they're going to run all over the Steelers. Um, I think they're going to run for... I'm going to give the Browns 200 yards on the ground tomorrow. Um, and 200. I, I, th- I think they're going to run for 200. I think they're going to win this game. I don't think... I don't see the Browns being able to put up points. I mean, the Steelers being able to put up points. Um, and if they do, you know... I would say at, at best they score 14, 21 points, but I think I have this game um, 28 to 10 Browns over the Steelers and potentially a, a third matchup between the two teams. Yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, it, it, it just feels right that these teams, you know, play each other in week 17 with a lot on the line. I mean, even though Ben Roethlisberger pretty much is sitting out because he, you know, he just he's just beat up and, and Mike Tomlin wants to protect him from himself. Because I'm sure he wants to say, "Hey, I can go out there and play," but 
some of his some of the games that he's played the last few weeks have just been god awful. He is, I mean, throwing the ball. It seems like he's almost forgotten how to how to throw the ball deep, or his arm is just looks like it has no more zip on it. Yeah. But but I really like I really like Cleveland. I really thought that they were, that, that they should have beat the Jets last week, um, even when they were short shorthanded. I like the fact that Cleveland has just had a, re, a resurgent season, even though a lot of people thought their their season was done, including me. I thought their season was done when uh, when o, when Odell Beckham uh, was lost for the year with the torn ACL, but they were able to rebound. Uh, Kevin Stefanski is is a good chance at at winning uh, Coach of the Year um, in his first year with the Browns after many years with the with the Vikings, and he's trans like he he's he's helped that you know that team get away from that loser's mentality, that, 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 that stigma that's been around the Browns. And this could, like, they, they have a chance right here is a golden opportunity to snap a playoff streak, a play, a playoff list streak of 18 years that they can finally get over the hump and get it. They just, all they need to do is just take care of their own business and win. And, and and they're in the playoffs. I agree. I think, I think that playoff drought comes to an end in Cleveland, but I will say that if they did lose, it would probably be the most Cleveland thing of the year so i'm not putting anything past them but i think they'll take care of business um next up on the slate we have another game with wild card implications um we have jacksonville heading to indianapolis another game that should result in an indianapolis win indy lost a golden opportunity last week when they were up 24 to 7 over the steelers and 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 the steelers just looked like a shell of themselves the Colts just absolutely took their foot off the gas pedal. I mean, you mentioned, I mean, you, you and I have been talking about this all week. Why isn't Jonathan uh, Taylor getting more carries in the second half when you, when you were having that big lead, he was just absolutely running through the, uh, the Steelers in the first half. Like he was like, the Steelers could not, could not, couldn't tackle him. I mean, he was, he was finding gaping holes to run through. And all of a sudden in the second half, he's like a virtual no show. Like they, 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 they allowed Pittsburgh to come back and win that game after like looking so dominant and that defense, the Colts have it, it, to me just t- it took a, a step back because they allowed the Steelers to, to, to rumble back because their offense, um, the Colts' offense left them out, hanging out to dry. Yeah, that was, ins- that was something that I didn't anticipate, but um, yeah, I think that was more of a Indianapolis lost and then, then it was a Steelers win. Um, I don't see Jacksonville putting up any fight in this game. They're who are they starting at quarterback? Who do we care? Oh, they're, uh, they're, they're going with uh, they're starting uh, Mike Lennon again. Yeah this this game this is going to be a healthy drubbing. Um, Jacksonville is going to they're 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 going to go they're going to lose this game and and they're going to have their eyes set on Trevor Lawrence. Um, I don't know how many points Indy's going to put up. It's going to be what thirty-five to like. You think it's you think Indy, uh, and that's another thing. Like <laughs> Indy's going, Indy's going to have to. They're going to. They probably will put up a bunch of points after pretty much <laughs> wetting the bed last week. Um, when it comes down to it, I think Pitt, I think excuse me, so many places. Indy, Indy has you know they're going to keep the scoreboard off in the building. You know, they, they're going to just want to focus on their own. Mm. They want to focus on their own business. I mean, it's smart. Frank Wright um, says he doesn't want to see any scores. He just wants the team to focus on on just winning their game. If they win, if they win, they'll finish 11-5. and five. But if, say, 
you know, Cleveland and ten, you know, if Cleveland, Miami, and Baltimore all win, that's it for that's it for the Colts. Eleven and five, they'll be only the second team, or excuse me, the third team in NFL history. And I looked this up. They're the third. They would be the third team in NFL history to finish eleven and five and not make the playoffs. And that's behind the eighty, the eighty-five uh, Denver Broncos who finished eleven and five, and the two thousand and nine New England Patriots who finished eleven and five and didn't make the playoffs. If the Tennessee. If Tennessee loses, does Indy have a chance at winning the division? They would. I mean, because right now Tennessee owns the tiebreaker head head to head, and um, well, they split. They, they split that one to one. Yeah, but they actually have that. They hold the tiebreaker because of um, common games um, conference record. Okay, they would have a better conference. They would still have a better conference record. So, if uh, all all Indy needs to do. Or excuse me, all the Tennessee really needs to do is win their game, and they're going to win the division. But if the Colts find, you know, Colts beat the Jags, and and Tennessee ends up losing, then Indy will win the division. Indy, Indy, Indy will win the division. Okay, okay, that'll be interesting. Um, let's keep it actually before we get to the Tennessee game. Let's keep it at the wild, the AFC wild card picture. We have Baltimore at Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati's actually been playing well the last couple of weeks. They they beat the Steelers. Um, that was all heart when they beat the Steelers. That was a, that was all heart by the uh, by the Bengals winning that game. And they just beat Houston, right? Mm-hmm. They just beat Houston, and so I think Cincinnati they're showing they're showing some grit at the end of the year. Um, a lot of guys are, I mean, they're basically playing. This is the good thing about the NFL is that um, not a lot of teams. Well, even when teams go into tank mode, there's there are guys that are playing for their jobs, and so. With the Cincinnati team, it looks like they're playing really hard. Um, I don't know if they have enough to to beat Baltimore. Um, they don't. They do not at all. <laughs> Baltimore. Baltimore's I been on the tear. To just absolutely, just boat race these guys because they know that they have to take care of their own business too to get in the playoffs. And and Baltimore has you know the last few weeks. Their offense is starting to click again. Now they're getting their wide receivers involved. Des Bryant yeah. is coming back. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, Hollywood Brown is starting to make uh, make some noise. So, you know, the team that, uh, you know, uh, the Ravens, the team that, that just relies heavily on running the ball, they finally are able to kind of loosen it up, throw the ball a little bit. So I think really the the, the Ravens are going to go in. Or, 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 I, I, I see the Ravens getting this one like 31 to 10, 31, 31, 13, something like that. They're going to put up some big points in this game. I th- You know, I, I, I'm going to. I'm going to make the contrarian move here and say that I think this would, this would be actually a pretty close game. I, I, I've been impressed with how since he's been been playing, um, I don't even know the quarterback's name. What's the guy's name? Ryan Lindley. The, the dude who's been able to run the – Finley. Ryan Finley, the dude who, Ryan yeah, Finley, they, yeah, they've been they've been rolling him out, um, putting him in play action. He's he scampered for a touchdown against the uh, Steelers, I believe, um, but he shows some ability to to make some plays with his legs. I do like the, I really like the Bengals receiving core, um, and I think they, I mean, I think their their offense is, it's not terrible. It's 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 serviceable with Finley at the backup. Um, and so I think they'll be able to make some plays. Maybe it'll. I can see them losing this game, um, twenty-four to fourteen, um, with it being a game in the fourth quarter, um, okay. being, being a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. And I don't know, you, you know, like it'll it'll be 
14 to 17 with with a, you know a couple minutes to go and and Baltimore put the game on ice. But I do okay. think I do think that um, Cincinnati is going to keep it close. They're going to keep it close, and I think Baltimore is going to end up winning this game. Um, but but you you, you never know. Um, I I think that Cincinnati they played fairly well against Deshaun Watson last week, um, but the Ravens they have been looking like a team on a mission, and so um, you know I, I think Baltimore will lead this game the entire way. I don't think they'll ever relinquish a lead. Um, but I do see Cincy keeping it close just based on the way they've been playing. Um, they're also another organization that's trying to change the culture um, around there. And so so just because they're – it's the NFL, man. Any given Sunday, um, they've won two games in a row. Um, they're looking to play spoiler. And so, um, you know, you think that's a team that's going into Week 17 with some motivation um, against a divisional opponent. Um, it's going to be a great spot for them to play spoiler. I don't think they'll get the job done, but I think they'll they'll keep it close and they'll keep uh, Baltimore Ravens fans pretty nervous at the TV um, tomorrow. And I think, um, again, I think they'll win. I think Baltimore will win this game 24 to 14. I hear you. Uh, I, yeah, Baltimore is on a, is currently on a four-game uh, four winning streak. And their last in, – and in the, in, in the scores have just been uh, like – crazy like they beat the cowboys 34 17 they had the the best primetime game of the year against the browns yeah 47 42 uh they absolutely destroyed jacksonville at home 40 to 14 and then they they got you know they they went in and beat the the giants 27 13 so i like i said i really believe this team is just like offensively is starting to form at the right time Mm -hmm. and and like i said i 31 to me 31 13 is a is a a score that i could see happening with baltimore i could really it's it on the road they're five and two and and they're like i said they're clicking at the right time they are they're they're, the offense is 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 coming along and the defense still is a good defense that I wouldn't mind having in January, to, especially if you have to go on the road. That defense can go. That that whole team can travel, and it's historically the the the, uh, the Ravens have been better on the road during the playoffs than at home. So, I think to me that they were they're already in the playoff mode. So that's why I think they're just going to just just hand bang, the Bengals a, a real a real embarrassment. Thirty one thirteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and after you read those scores I'm gonna change my score and and change it to 30-20. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah. let's go ahead and move on and, and go to this Tennessee at Houston game. I'm um, gonna be an interesting matchup. That was a shootout that happened earlier in the season um, with Deshaun Watson um, playing against Tennessee. Um, it's I mean Tennessee's looking to redeem themselves after you know wetting the bed against the Packers on Sunday night. Um, they they played in the snow um they couldn't get derrick henry going which resulted in ryan Tannehill not being able to do much um he the packers they got to him fairly often um you know in in, in what was a one-sided attack for them since they were stuffing derrick henry um and they and they they didn't put up any points against the packers and they and they they were completely outmatched, um, and so this week they'll look to take on um, Houston, who has, you know, they, they they were able to put up some points in that first matchup, and so I think this may end up being um, a better game than we anticipate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it should be a one-sided matchup if if they can get Derrick Henry going and 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 he can have you know his his um, typical 100-yard game. Um, 
but I wouldn't dis I wouldn't discount Houston making this game competitive or even shocking Tennessee um, mm. to to take this game. I mean, it. I mean, you, you got to think about it. That that first matchup they uh, that that the Titans won it was just forty. It was a forty two thirty six affair. So you know, the the Texans could pro, could put up points. They could they could they could make this game interesting because the Titans are one of the you know one of the worst teams in in trying in trying to get uh in trying to get to the quarterback. They have they're like dead last in in in, in sacks. And this for a team that has, you know, been built that was built as a good defensive team last year, is not really hasn't been the the case this year. Um, so if you give Deshaun Watson time to throw that ball in the pocket, he's gonna he's gonna tear you up. But I really believe that the Titans are going they're gonna be it's gonna be it is gonna be a tough game because I mean Derrick Henry was neutralized against the Packers, but I don't see him being neutralized against uh Against the the Texans, who are pretty much uh, it's a it's unless, a dome unless, game. unless you're JJ Watt, unless you're JJ Watt, you're already packed for the uh, for the off season. Um, but I, I like I like I like Derrick Henry to go in there and and then put up some big yards. Corey Davis and AJ Brown have just been absolutely tremendous together. I mean, they th- those two guys um, have given you know a Tennessee a better uh, better balance in their offense. They complement each other, and and I really believe. I really believe that if the Titans want to, if the Titans really are, are committed into running the ball, that is that's it's going to be big. But they can throw that ball. Uh, Ryan Tannehill can throw the ball all over the field too. Even though he didn't do well against the Packers, I still believe with this um, that he's master of this offense. And and the Titans, they they got to they they want to take care of their business. They want to they want they don't want to be sh- be known as pretenders. So they have to go into Houston and 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 put in a, a good effort, a good win uh, under the belt. Yeah, I think um, I think the key to Ryan Tannehill is getting Derrick Henry going. I think that's the I, it's it's a good thing, but it's also a really really suspect thing for them moving forward. Because um, if Derrick Henry's going and and they're not able to successfully run play action, I don't know how effective Tannehill will be against the better teams. I don't see that being an issue for them this week against Houston. Um, Houston's run defense has been absolutely terrible all season. Um, Deshaun Watson is going to keep them in the game because that's what he does. Um, David Johnson last week had 128 yards on the ground. Um, I don't. I can't. I can't tell you the last time I remember reading off a, a stat from him like that. Um, I, Houston's been waiting for it because they, you know, they traded, you know, DeAndre Hopkins for essentially nothing. Um, and, and they, I know that this is the type of game that they've been waiting for from him all year, but they haven't won anything, so I don't think they, I don't think they care about it. Um, but I do see this being a, a, a great spot for David Johnson to to go out and do some more damage against a really bad Tennessee um, Titans defense. Um, you know, and, and I'm actually going to go ahead and, and, and pick the upset this week. Mm. I think that Houston is going to is going to play them well at home, and I think this is going to be another shootout. But I think that. The Texans will get them thirty-four to thirty-one. Okay, um, and let's not forget. I think Derrick Henry is the guy on this uh, for the, for this game because he's had two two hundred yard games this year, <laughs> two hundred uh, rushing yard games. One of them was against the uh, was against Houston on uh, on back on October eighteenth. The man ran for twenty uh, had twenty two carries for two hundred twelve yards 
uh, and two touchdowns, including the big 94-yard run uh, touchdown run. And so they, he is just an absolute monster. And I, and I think he, I could see him getting close to another 200-yard game today, uh, tomorrow because he knows how important he knows how important he, his his production is going to be if they're going to expect to beat the Titans. Uh, excuse me, beat the Texans. That first game was a, was an overtime, right? Yeah, that was it went in over, it went into overtime, game. but they, the but the Titans, I mean, the Texans couldn't couldn't tackle the guy. So I I, I, I believe that. That 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 high scoring affair that you, the score that you predicted thirty four thirty one could be could be you know in that neighborhood, but I'm gonna switch it around. I think the Titans are gonna get this one, um, and I and I think it and it's gonna be it's gonna be a high scoring affair, and it's gonna be close. But I would say I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it yeah I'm gonna give it a, I could see it thirty four thirty seven thirty four uh, Tennessee. I'll put I it I'll, I'll put it like this. I have mm-hmm. the Texans winning, but I will say the team who has the ball last will win. Oh yeah, that, that, that that's that's a good point. That's a fair <laughs> point. I, I'll, I'll take it like that because I don't trust either of these defenses. They're both terrible, um, <laughs> and, and that's just a fact, man. I, I think that that the Texans they've just. Um, have they not got off to that terrible start? I think they might be a more relevant team. Um, it's just been an unfortunate down year for them, um, and they're I, you know they're looking to to head into the off season. But I, I do think that they're gonna um, you know the guys are gonna be playing for jobs. Um, I think that team likes Romeo Crennel, and I think they'll they'll play for him. Um, maybe even play for him to to have a job next season. Um, <clears throat> but. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be one of the better games of tomorrow. Um, but I I think Houston's going to beat them, and I think Tennessee's going to end up playing again in the wild card. Well, they're going to play in the wild card round regardless. But I think they'll be, um, they're going to be one of the wild card teams, and Indianapolis should end up with that division in my eyes. Um, did you have any uh, any last thoughts on that game? I mean, really, I mean, no. It, I could, I could see. Like I said, I believe that the Titans, you know, even with their shortcomings, you know, around around this time, I think, I really, I really believe that this team is still going to um, end up winning the division. Um, I really think that 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 like they have the they do have the offense that. that matter of fact, let me back up. We talked about Washington, how their offense and their defense complement each other. It's almost similar to what the Titans do because the, I mean, their offense is good and their defense is good in spots. So like they both, they both are, you know, are, are unpredictable at, at best. So even though, even though it sounds like I would want to favor the, the, the Texans, I still believe that the Titans with Derrick Henry is the, is the X factor now. And I like, I like that the Titans to, uh, to really still win that AFC South. All right. Let's go ahead and move out west. Um, we have two key games with playoff implications in the NFC West, um, starting with the Seattle at San Francisco game, um, the Seattle at Glendale game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the second time that uh, that the that the Seahawks are, are traveling down to uh, Glendale because I mean they play the of course they play the uh, the Cardinals uh, in the same division. I like I like Seattle, even though. Even though you know, you know where, where my allegiance usually ends up with the 49ers. but I really like that. I, I like Seattle because they are playing the best football right now of any real NFC team outside of the Packers. 
Uh, the defense has come along, and plus San Francisco is is, is resting. Well, is, is going to be without Brandon Ayuk, uh, Trent Williams. You know, all those guys are on season, uh, pretty much, are, are been deactivated for the rest of the year. So, I think Seattle wants to take care of business. They want to sweep the 49ers. Like I said, it it the, so what's so good about Week 17? You're playing. Everyone's just playing a divisional opponent. You know, so you got that familiarity with each other, and I really think Seattle. Russell Russell Wilson is 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 you know on the short list of MVP uh, candidates, and he is he has always loved beating the 49ers. So I like Seattle to 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 win this game. I don't see it being a blowout, uh, but I do see I do see Seattle winning in the in a neighborhood of like 24 14 something like that. Um, C.J. Beathard is going to start, of course, for the 49ers. And uh, the 49ers got, are going to go into the offseason with a bunch of um, with a bunch of free agents, uh, the decisions to be made. But while Seattle is the team that looks like, like I said, that defense is forming is, is forming around at the right time. Cause Jamal Adams has been just is has has been worth the two first round picks they traded for. So I like Seattle. I do like Seattle 24-14 over the 49ers tomorrow. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think. Um... I think the Niners' defense has played better um, the last couple in, of they're, weeks. They're, they're fifth in total defense all, all year, but the offense is in just, just anemic. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I still think that the game that they had against the, the Cardinals um, was a really good game for them heading into this week. Um, they won't have enough offensive firepower. I do see this being like a, I'm going to say, 19-9 to game somewhere in there. Um, somewhere in there the Seahawks are going to get a safety because Beathard is just based on what I saw from him last week. He's a statue back there. He just sits and he's indecisive. It looks like he's going to throw the ball three or four times and you're just like, okay, why aren't you throwing the ball? And he just takes a hit. So I don't, um, you know, especially without Ayuk, um, he's probably just going to be throwing it to, to Ross Dwelly and George kill all day. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be a I think it'll be a fairly easy victory for the the Seattle Seahawks um, because of the Niners' inability to score. But I, I do think that the the Seahawks will have some type of challenge on offense against that defense. Um, the Niners just don't have enough firepower on offense to keep up. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, the Niners won't have enough offense to to keep up with Seattle. But I mean, it's gonna. I mean. Last year was, you know, the mat. These matchups was great because the, the this was a know, Sunday the night game last line. year. The Sunday night game was is pr- probably the best game all year last year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it it's... came down to it literally came down to the one inch line, and you know, San Francisco was able to win. But you know, man, so far so fast a, a year moves, and 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 I mean, Seattle's still good, but 49ers, you know, with injuries, it's and so forth. It's the best, it. in my opinion, it's the best rivalry in football when when the Niners are healthy and when and both teams are well, good. So. It, it, I, I agree with you. Yeah, both teams are good and they're healthy. It is it is probably the best rivalry in all of football. You're right. Agreed. Let's take it to the other game going on in the NFC West. We'll have the Arizona Cardinals versus a Jared Goffless Rams team. Um, major playoff implications here. Arizona can pretty much beat the Cardinals, whoever wins this game is in. Um, and so um, this is a game that, that that should be in Arizona's favor, but we've seen Arizona time and time again lose to teams they had no business losing to. They've lost to the Detroit Lions, I believe. Did they lose to the Carolina Panthers? 
they've had some they've had some really bad losses this year um but you know that i don't they they just lost to the niners last week right um in a in a spot that that was just it, it was it was the the biggest brain fart that they'd had all year and man i wouldn't be surprised if even without jared goff um they're gonna the key for the rams is gonna be to run that football um to utilize uh darrell henderson um malcolm brown is is cam Akers gonna be back he is uh he is expected to be back yeah, he's expected to play, so that gives them another good running, uh, another good running back. Because uh, I mean, look, uh, with, with Jared Goff having to get the uh, having to get the thumb surgery and pretty much, you know, isn't go- isn't going to play. John Walford, you know, a guy that's never taken a snap in the NFL, and you know, Sean McVay is, you know, I hope that he doesn't try to like open up the full playbook on the, for this guy, because I mean, you do have a good, you do have, you know, you, he you might your running backs back, but your defense, again, your defense is played well. Aaron Donald is, <laughs> could be the defensive player of the year every year. I mean, Jalen Ramsey, that secondary has good, has been well. Uh, Brandon Staley, the new defensive coordinator has, you know, has done a great job devising good looks for the defense and Colin Murray, Colin Murray is still dealing with that leg injury hit he suffered at the matter of fact on the last play against the 49ers um you know Colin Murray is you know has it to me it, it, he it, he's he he was you know a game time decision pretty much the, the entire week but they've known you know they they announced that, that the Cardinals did announce that he is going to play so I could see this you know I I believe in the Rams um I believe the Rams are going to win this one because um, just because of the defense, and they're not going to put the they're going to put the young um, backup quarterback in, in positions where he has to win them the game. Um, and I think the Cardinals just just to me, uh, just, they just look beat up right now. I mean, Colin Murray looks beat up. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, loving to death, but he's already looks like he's already ready to retire. And DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he's gonna be taken I mean, out the I'm game by, by Ramsey. Yeah, I mean, you got Jalen. I'm throwing, throwing Jalen Ramsey on him and let those good two studs go at it one on one and take my chances with uh, <laughs> with Christian Kirk and Andy Isabella, to, uh, you know, and, and and Keyshawn Johnson. Not not throwing me the damn ball, Keyshawn Johnson, but Keyshawn Johnson um, uh, with they spell his name K E E. They, they, to me, I, I really believe that the Rams are going to win this game in the neighborhood. It's going to be a defensive game. Just like they, just like the Cardinals played against the 49ers uh, the previous week, I can see the Rams winning this one 17, 17 to nine. I agree. I actually was just going to say I, I see a seventeen to ten victory for the Rams. Um, I think the uh, it's a copycat league. The Rams would be smart to attack them just like the Niners did. Um, I mean, Je- yeah, Jeff Wilson yeah. ran wild on on the Arizona Cardinals, and I think that for quarter um, high hundred eighty three yards. Yeah. yeah, I think the. I think that the Rams have a little bit more talent at the, in in the running back room. Um, they won't have a quarterback though, and so that that that'll be the key to see what what Arizona does to try to stop that run game. Um, they need to stop the run game if they want their season to 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 see another game. Um, but I, I'm with you on this one. I see a 17 to 10 victory um, by the Rams and them getting into the playoffs and. Um, 
you know, clinching a wild card spot for the Chicago Bears, who's next on the slate, um, and they'll be hosting the Green Bay Packers. Um, this is this game is it. It's got playoff implications. Um, if the Bears win, they're in, but they can also lose, as I had just mentioned, um, and still get in if if Arizona loses. Um, this is really um, a, Green Bay. They've clinched the division. Um, they're playing for seeding at this point. If they win, they would clinch that first round bye. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't see this being any different than the previous matchup that they had. Um, Mitchell Trubisky, he's he's come back and he's played a little bit better, but he hasn't been tremendously better than he's been in the past. He's he's still making really stupid turnovers. Um, I think last week he threw a he threw a pick in the end zone. Um, I, I think the what's been the key turnaround for the Chicago Bears is they've realized that David Montgomery is a decent running back, um, and if they can get him going against the Packers' running defense, which is you know sh- um, shown to be susceptible against um, good rushing attacks, then they can win. Um, but the Packers are coming off a game where they they held Derrick Henry in check in a snow game, um, and so I could see it being very similar to the game where they just they they held they're, they're going to hold David Montgomery to you know he I think David Montgomery will have a decent game but I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is good enough to beat the Packers I also don't think that defense is good enough um to slow down Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams Adams just had three touchdowns in the snow this game's going to be at Soldier Field so um I don't know I I, I see this being like a, a 31 to 21 type of game um green bay they don't have a good defense by any means um but but they can play well in spurts um and they can get to the quarterback from time to time so i think this is is one of those games where um green bay probably makes a couple of of plays on defense maybe they force a fumble maybe they they i can guarantee mitchell trubisky is going to throw a pick or two um and so i'm pretty sure that'll be the difference in this game um, and they'll have no answer for Devontae Adams um, or anybody else that Aaron Rodgers wants to throw the ball to. Remember, in their first matchup, um, Green Bay absolutely just rolled over the Bears. I mean, Aaron Rodgers threw for four touchdowns. They won. They beat the Bears 41-25 at Lambeau. Um, I mean, you know, Chicago, you know, Mitch Trubisky, everything is on him. I mean, the defense can, can only do so much, but you've got to definitely – uh, be able to pick up the offense has to be able to pick up because I mean the Packers are going to find or they're going to score there's there's no there's just no stopping that um, you know and and if say Mitchell Trubisky is able to get Green excuse me get Chicago the win it gets them in the playoffs but if uh, you know you mentioned if the if Arizona were to lose uh, to the Rams that gets them in the play that gets the uh, Bears in the playoffs too but uh, I, I could see Green Bay, like I said, has still has you know a lot to play for. The number one seed is is, is right there in front of them. All they need to do is just lock up, um, lock up that win. And the Bears could you know they want to win the game, finish nine and seven. But of course, they can, like I said, they can backdoor themselves into the playoffs by just rooting on for the uh, for the Rams to beat the Cardinals. I like I like Green Bay. I, I think that the, right now they're the best team in the NFC. Um, they're gonna you know the, they're gonna lock up the number one seed. The NFC, uh, the 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 road to the Super Bowl is going to go through Green is going to have to go through Green Bay, and I really and I really believe that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are, are hitting on all cylinders right now because they they essentially have three running backs now because that AJ Dillon guy was just absolutely tremendous against the uh, against uh, Tennessee. 
Um, you still have Aaron Jones and then Jamal Williams, who was deactivated last week because um, he was hurt. He's healthy. Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to throw the ball over the field. You just, like I said, hand it off to a, to a, to the to the to the wealth of running backs you have. Um, so Sunday, uh, I I I got Green Bay winning this one. Uh, I got Green Bay winning this one. Uh, 34, 34 to twenty four over the Bears. All right, all right. Um, so the last game that we have is the other um, game in the NFC uh, that has implications on seeding. It'll be the New Orleans Saints against the Carolina Panthers. Um, I think this is going to be a fairly one-sided game. However, the Saints do not have a running back. They have four guys all were, were all dealing with COVID-19, I mean, including um, Alvin Kamara, who um, – who is you know pretty much the the source if you want to say and basically he's the one that pretty much uh wiped out uh the running back room so the saints gonna you know this is more so they they, they can still get you know they still have the outside track and get to the number one uh seed but they do need some help um you know they finished 12 and 4 they'll, they'll get the number one seed but uh carolina um you know wants to play spoiler uh they actually pretty much have already spoiled uh Washington last week when they ended up beating them. And I like I like I like Robbie Anderson. I like DJ Moore for Carolina. Um Carl Samuels makes some make some good plays out there too, man. Yeah. And and I mean it would be and I would be more sold on them to getting the upset over care over uh New Orleans if uh Christian McCaffrey was playing because he may, he just makes that offense better. because um, I mean who doesn't who doesn't want a guy that can just do it all out the backfield. But I like I like the Saints, even though they're going to be short with um, they're going to be you know hampered without having a running back. But I like the fact that Taysom Hill, you can put him anywhere, and I'm sure that Sean, uh, that uh, Sean Payton right now, as we're as we're recording this podcast right now, is probably devising a way to get the ball in Taysom Hill's hands, um, you know, out of the backfield, uh, you know, rushing the ball because he's you know he's he's already shorthanded. I mean. I don't see James Winston trying to uh, line up at uh, at, uh, at running back, but I like I like the Saints to win this one. Um, they're going to probably hold down the uh, number two seed. I can see them beating Carolina 27-13. You know what? I I think I might have to to about face on that one, man. Uh, Alvin Kamara has been the Saints' offense all season, mm-hmm. all season. Like I didn't. Drew Brees targets Alvin Kamara more than he does his receivers. And so with without Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas is on IR still, correct? Uh, or is no, he coming he's, back? He's, he's expected to play. He's now. expected to play. Okay, so that, that may switch things up if they're able to get a healthy dose of Michael no, Thomas. No, no. I'm sorry. No, he's not. Uh, I take that back. He is not expected to play tomorrow. Okay. I think I'm going to walk back and 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 call a Carolina upset here um at home at Carolina okay. at Carolina and you know Teddy Bridgewater he's going to be up for the Saints game I think he like he enjoys playing the Saints because they gave him his you know his second shot in the NFL sure um but I I think that um Carolina they are also trying to turn their culture around under Matt Rule um and I think that Teddy Bridgewater has shown to be serviceable enough to where they will be able to um, score enough points to beat this 
Saints team um, without Alvin Kamara. So I, I, I see this game being 20-17 to 17, um, in favor of the, uh, the Panthers. I don't know... Um, you know, I don't see this. The, I don't see the Panthers putting up a lot of points just because the Saints' defense has been so good. But I, I really don't know where the scoring is going to come from without Alvin Kamara. 